When I uh, got inducted into the uh, National Honor Society, they required the parents or whoever to have a write-up about the kid. And I remember one thing my dad wrote about me. He said, Joel was born with a ball in his hand. Whether it was football, a basketball, or a shot put, Joel was born with a ball in his hand. And not only that, I was super competitive. And I would get very upset if I lost. And so as I got to be a little bit older, junior high, I still was the same. I didn't like cry or whatever, but if we lost, I would like not speak for like hours afterwards. I was so upset that we lost. Now the key to getting over this is losing a lot, which I did. So eventually I realized you couldn't get that mad for that long because I lost just enough times that that wasn't acceptable. But I was super competitive and as I've got older, I haven't changed too much. I'd like to think I handle losing better, but now I'm more obsessed with I have to try to win. I have to try to win. So, for example, we were playing cards the other night. Rob and a bunch of guys were, were playing cards. And I thought I was losing. To find out, I wasn't losing quite that. But I thought I was the lowest man on the totem pole tonight. I thought I'd gotten last, and this last hand didn't matter. And so, of course, I was Rob's partner. And guess what? Rob was first. Rob was winning for the night. And guess what? Rob always wins. And so I was thinking to myself, Maybe I should just tank. I should just throw the game. I'm already last anyway, and I'm going to bring Rob down with me. (laughs) Maybe I can at least get him to like second, you know? But you know what? I just can't not try to win. I just can't do it. I just want to try to win. I enjoy trying to win. If you play games with me, Um, It's okay if we lose, but if you don't try very hard, you'll eventually notice me getting, like, trying not to be frustrated with you, that you're not giving number one effort, you know? You know, in America, some of us, I'm sure not all, we're obsessed with winning and losing a lot of times. I mean, mean, sometimes it's good. When you play in a sports game, do you want to try to win? I mean, you know, yeah, of course you want to try to win, right? That's the, the name of the game. And so trying to win isn't always a bad thing. When you're running a company and you, you own the gas station and there's someone next door that uh, has the gas station, do you want to be the winner of the battle of the gas stations? Of course, I mean, of course you do, right? I mean, you want to win. There's times for winning. There's times of trying and competing. And then I try to think about, okay, well, I know how to win in sports. That's pretty clear, right? You try to, you try to win the game. Business, maybe it gets a little bit more messy, but you, know, you can kind of understand how to win in business. But let me ask you this, how do you win as a Christian? How do you win as a Christian? What do you consider a win? What do you, because think about this. You say, well, if we elect the mayor and they're a Christian, is that a win? The disciples, all of them, died as martyrs. Yet we would think they all won. They had a, 
They had the victory that Christ wanted them to. So if the disciples, the people that wrote the Bible, as a matter of fact, our own Lord and Savior was what? Crucified. How do we as believers win in life? How do we win in life? I remember a friend of my brother's, they, they were having this conversation and they were talking about competing. And he said, the game I compete in the most, I think the most important game to play in, because you know, we're big game players. He said, is the game on who can make the most money. He says, this is why this is the most important game. Everyone is playing. Everyone is playing. So this is the ultimate game to try to become the winner of who can make this most money. I'm sure as Christians, we would never say, if we were asked what's the most, our goal in life, we'd never say, well, the, whoever makes the most money wins, right? Whoever gets the most toys, toys wins. Well, I'm sure we would never say that verbally. But let me ask you, what does it take? What, what is a win in our life? And what does it look like? 1 Corinthians chapter 15 Verse 50 says, I tell you this, brothers, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. You know, there's a time in Christian history when the head of the Christian church could tell kings what they could and could not do. All the Pope had to do was threaten the king that he would excommunicate them, or even better, excommunicate the whole country. So they were all going to hell. And guess what? The king would bow to the head of the church his wishes. Was that winning? Sounds like winning. I bet you the Pope thought he was winning. I bet you those serving the church thought they were winning. But as we read verse 50, what does it say? Flesh and blood, not perishable, but imperishable. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep but we shall be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we shall be changed. For this perishable body must put on imperishable and this moral body must put on immortality. Ultimately, we are people of immortality, of imperishable things. When the perishable puts on the imperishable and the mortal puts on the immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? We sing a song like that, right? The sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We are people 
of imperishable things, of immaterial things. And the moment we think victorious Christian life is tied to the material and not the immaterial, we are no longer living a victorious Christian life. We might think we're winning. We might think we're winning the game that everyone's playing. We might think, well, we can control kings. We can control countries. We're winning. I think the people that were the minority, that died for their faith, that failed in every material thing, but they had their integrity, they followed Christ, and they never compromised. They, they are the winners. They are the heroes. When you think about how to have victory in your life, I hope you do not think of things. I hope you do not think of your car or your house or your toy or whatever it is that you hold so dear. Victory in the Christian life is immaterial. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast and movable. It's so tempting. It's so tempting to compromise for the material, isn't it? Oh, it's so tempting. It's so tempting. And we talked a little bit about Wednesday White and Wednesday night in the men's group. And I remember selling shoes. Man, maybe I've told this story before, but who are all the best people at selling shoes? You just needed to lie a little bit. Like I told the guys Wednesday night, you want a pair of shoes? I can sell you the $100 shoes. I can sell you the $60 shoes. Guess what? $60 shoes will do you just fine. Guess what? $100 of shoes will do you just fine. How about I just don't mention those $60 shoes? I give you the $100 shoes. Guess what you're going to do? Go home happy. Think I'm a great guy. And I sold you a good pair of shoes that work for you. You know what so often when we do things like this, we think, I'm winning. I'm taking care of my family. I have kids. I have grandkids. These material things matter. When Christians were dying for their faith, do you think the number one thing on their mind was, well, I better compromise so I can pay for my kids whatever? Winning as a believer is tied up in the immaterial, with integrity, with love, with right actions, with godly living. 
we decide to become Christians, we decide this world doesn't matter, right? We're just passing through. We're just passing through. The things of the Lord are what really matter. And guess what? When the world passes away to you, when the immaterial suddenly doesn't matter, you know how free you feel? I don't have to win at the game everybody's playing. I don't have to win at that. I can live a victorious Christian life and everyone can win. Unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of losers, a lot of people that don't choose Christ. But the offer is there for all of us and we can all live a life honoring to him. And then when we get to that point, we can say to ourselves, I've left this world behind. The immaterial no longer matters. The material no longer matters. The material does. And it is well with my soul. It is well. Let's pray. Dear Lord, it's so often the material things of this world, the what's going on and our, our lives, our, our family, country, whatever. We just, we just, just get trapped by it. Anxiety, it's got to be right. We need to make it better. Lord, I just pray that you would free us. Free us from the traps that caring about the material really matters. That when we think of victory and we think of winning in our life, we would push those things away. We would push those things away and say, no, I don't need these. All I need is you. All I need is you, and it is well with my soul.